Alright. Welcome to episode 8 of the Bobbycast. Our special guest today is Dusty the Dog, sitting in the chair across from me. Uh, no guests today. We've had guests last three or four episodes. And we had Craig Campbell in earlier this week, but I thought I would come on and simply just answer questions that you guys have posted on Facebook. And so I have my laptop in my lap now as we do this. And so I guess about an hour and a half ago, I simply wrote on Facebook, I'll be doing the Bobbycast, answering your questions, what do you want to be addressed? And so all I'll do is just go down through the line. As of right now, there are a few hundred. I won't be able to get to all of them, but I'll try to get to as many of them as possible. And we'll kind of break it up this way. Uh, so uh, thank you guys for uh, listening again. Thanks to our sponsor. We don't have one yet, but soon um, we'll, we'll have a sponsor, hopefully. All right. Are we ready? Here we go. Uh, let's just kind of roll through some of these questions. Question number one. Uh, Kim Johnson writes, what do you think of Ryan Seacrest doing Tell Me Something Good? Do you feel he stole it or intentionally offer it up? Um, do you see yourself doing Top 40 Radio ever again, i.e. Elvis? And then um, it's a bunch of stuff. He wrote a bunch of stuff here. Uh, the, tell me something good. Ryan Seacrest actually called me and said, hey, do you mind if I do it? And I said, no, I don't care. Like, I mean, I don't own it. We were the first ones to do it. We were the first ones to do like a segment that tested. It's just a weird thing because we didn't invent positivity. We didn't invent doing a good news story. But what happened was we started doing this segment like 13 years ago, and it became such a success. They started making other shows do it, and other shows started doing it. Then before you know it, it tested and researched, and now everybody does it. So um, I'm glad everybody does it. But no, um, it was actually nice of him to call and say, hey, do you care if I do it and do it the same way that you do it? Because he didn't have to do that. He very easily could have just, I mean, he's Ryan Zecraft. He can do whatever he wants. Um, no, I don't see myself going back to Top 40 or to Rock or to... I can see myself doing sports again on the side, but I, I've been approached about doing it, and I don't, I don't want to leave. Like I feel like where I am now is where I'm supposed to be, unless I get fired, which could always happen. But no, I've had uh, people come to me, even in the company, and say, hey, you know what you think? And, you know, just bringing it up. And for me, it's not even a, a, a thought. I don't ever want to leave. Like I'm, I'm good right now. Okay, uh, reading things from Facebook. These may rattle off a little slow. Uh, let's see. What is your definition of country music? I think Aaron Lewis was just being bold. I don't have a definition of country music. That's the thing. There, there is no such thing as here is the exact definition. I just didn't like how I went after specific artists because every artist is just trying to make their art and make their living. And you go after somebody because of them making art. And, you know... He crossed over. He was on pop radio, you know, ten years ago. I just thought it was a little hypocritical. That's all. I didn't expect it to do what it did. I'm glad he called in. I thought it was funny. He said, you know, he was just playing for the crowd. That's not how I would have handled it. I'd have been like, no, man, I believe what I said. Everybody should shut up. They all suck. I was surprised at that part of it. But um, no, there is no definition. That's why when people are for so for sure about it. Here's the thing about people. Anybody that, that tells you they know everything, they know nothing. Someone's like, oh, I'm an expert in this. They, they're not. Those aren't people to trust. Um, so um, there's no definition. Authenticity, you know, you don't have to have a steel guitar. I don't, I'm tired of even talking about it because I feel like we've had to talk about this 10 times because there's always somebody who goes, well, that ain't country. Okay, well, in your definition, that's like someone going, well, that ain't American. Well, that ain't, okay, in your mind, 
But good for him. He got a pop for his record. Like, he wanted to press. He got it. So um, I thought that was uh, you know, a nice little move by him. But I'm done talking about the definition of country music. I just I don't care. Like, that's it. Uh, here's one from Kelsey. I'd like to know why the top of the hour Bobby Bone Show jingle has been shortened because it used to go brothers and sisters transmitting across the nation. It has been shortened. It's funny that you noticed that because what happens is there's a 15-second local liner at the top of the hour, and then we had a 15-second one, and it was just too much of it like going, choo, choo, choo. Duh, number one, hit music, country, yeah, weenie in the butt, yeah. <laughs> so it was just too much of just talking with the voice guy. And so instead of 30 seconds, it's like 20 now total. The local station does like a 15-second, and then ours is very quick now. And, you know, all of our stuff says our name, but it's like, do we have to say it so many times over and over again? So that, um, that's why we did shorten it. That's, that's cool that you noticed that, though. Uh, let's see. Bobby, I've seen you twice in Raleigh, which is where I live. Today's my 46th birthday, and we're going to Charleston, South Carolina, so I can see you tomorrow night. Just got in town. We're sightseeing. Uh, that'd be cool. The, Lee and Michelle. We'll see you tomorrow night, Michelle and Lee. We are, the Raging Idiots will be in Charleston tomorrow night, uh, playing in Macon on Saturday night. I've been sick for the last... And sick's a weird word because I haven't really been sick. I just sounded like crap and I've had a terrible cough. I feel great. So much so that I feel so good I move around, and that's when I get my cough back because I feel good. But um, yeah, tomorrow night it'll be good. Here's one. Uh, I've been reading your book. I'm inspired... Um, I've been trying to get into radio for so long, but no one has ever given me a chance. Any suggestions? That's from Caitlin. I there, there's really no way in. That's why it's, it sucks. Like there was, I didn't have a way in either. I begged. I I went and begged and cleaned the radio station. Like that's how I got in. I was like, hey, can I work and clean the radio station? It wasn't to be on the air, and people just want to be on the air now, and that's just not how it works. So. I was hired to clean, and then I went over and, and started doing weekends after some people got fired. Uh, even Mike D., who produces this show, he st- you were an intern forever. Yeah. For I mean, free. I would just show up every day, do random things. That's the suggestion, yeah. is that you have to dedicate a lot of your time and sacrifice a lot for nothing. Because it was you don't get into this business for money. Um, you know, Eventually, you can make some, but you don't get into it for it, but... Um, so, yeah, it's, it's tough. If you, if you feel like there's something else that you could do, then this is not for you. Yeah. Like any creative field, like even, you know, I talk to artist friends and they're like, you know, I, maybe I could go do this. I'm like, well, then you probably shouldn't be an artist because you have to put all of your effort into it. Like all of your heart, all of your soul. If not, then it's probably not for you. So I hope you get it. Like I hope my advice is just do everything possible to get your foot in the door. So, uh, again, I'm reading these as we go down. So, A couple questions for you from Kieran on Facebook. Is there anything you look back on that you would change or redo? Um, I mean, I didn't like getting fined. I got fined a million dollars. That wasn't pleasant. That, that, I wrote about that in my books. That wasn't good. And there aren't a lot of things. Like I, I say, you know, a couple of things. It's like you either win or you learn. You know, I don't think you lose very often, and when you do lose, you you use it and you use it to win the next time. So, um, but that I would take that back. Not a lot of scripts I would take back because I've learned a lot from doing stupid things, but that would be one of them. Uh, let's see. I 
Let's see. Did did Lunchbox get his never-ending Olive Garden pass? Um, I I think it was today that it went up. So I guess we'll know in the morning. I don't know. I was thinking about getting one too, but um, I forgot about it. I don't know. We'll find out in the morning. Uh, Let's see here. Do you team with other iHeart shows? Um, Mason, Remy, and Alabama. I, I know them. I was actually on the air with them today because they do mornings in Chicago and then afternoons in St. Louis. Uh, we do mornings in St. Louis. Um, and we have, uh, I have a two stand-up comedy shows. So I was doing the afternoon show with them talking about the St. Louis stand-up shows. Uh, so I do know them, yeah. Um, yeah, I, was, I mean, I kind of mentored them a bit when they first got into country radio. So yeah, they're good people. Like Alabama's great. Like I think she's like, fantastic. And she's new to that show over there. Uh, let's see. Uh, more radio, breaking the radio business. Man, it's a tough, tough cookie to crack. When are the Raging Idiots come back to Las Vegas? The last show was amazing. I can't say yet. It will be this year, and it will be for free. That's all I can say right now. But it will be a free show. I'm 99% positive. Cause the show was so big last time, so much fun. I was like, we have to come back. Because some people couldn't get in. It sold out so fast. But I think it's going to be a big free show. Um, <clears throat> let's see. On one of the previous podcasts, you made mention to Craig or Chip of the seven biggest artists in country. Uh, would you mind elaborating? I think that was just a number that I used. There are certain artists that if they put a song out, it's pretty much just going to go number one. Like, you, it almost has to not be good more than just be good. So if someone like Luke puts out a song, it's, you know, it's just going to be a number one unless something crazy happens. So like Luke and... Aldine and Blake, Blake, all you know, and who knows what's gonna happen with this one from Blake now? But and Blake's had like seventeen in a row or something like that. Mm-hmm. Blake and Carrie is one of them. There's just that upper echelon of people that their songs just they go number one every time, just every time number one, number one, number one. Um, so yeah, and maybe seven isn't the number. I just kind of threw that out there. And it's hard for new artists to break through because those other guys, they, it's like automatic number one. It's like they put a song out, it just goes number one. Um, they also have, you know, they have huge fan bases and big downloads and they work with the best writers. So usually their songs are the best as well. But yeah, it's weird when their songs don't go number one. It doesn't leave a lot of room for um, new artists, which is tough. Are charts based off of sales or other factors as well? This is from Sierra. Well, there are two charts. There's like a, a, a media-based chart, which is the one that we work on, the big one, the radio one. And it's based on radio spins and how many spins it gets per week and like how big the markets are. And then there is like Billboard, which factors in CD sales and streams and downloads. So there are both of those. And most of the time, they'll be number one at the same time. Sometimes they're not, but most of the time a number one song is number one on the same time. Uh, Melissa asks, where did you get Dusty from? Uh, would he ever be interested in getting a playmate? Uh, no, uh, no, I adopted Dusty. They did a raid on a uh, like a kennel when I was living in Austin and where they were um, breeding dogs. And so they had all these puppies. And I took Dusty before he was even old enough to be a real dog. Like He was still like weaning from his mom, and so they took them, and I adopted him. I could fit him in my hand, but now he's 13. He's cool. Like, he's about to have a backyard. He doesn't even know that yet. You know, <laughs> we're going to move in a few weeks. and going to have a yard. 
but he's good. I don't, I think he'd just be annoyed. And Morgan's dog comes over a lot too, so he gets enough playtime. He just chills. One, uh, would you do Dancing with the Stars? This is from Monica. Um, whatever, she has a bunch of questions. Man. Um, I've actually been asked to do Dancing with the Stars a couple of years ago. It wasn't, hey, do we be on the show? It was, hey, would you be interested in talking to us about it? So I can't say that they sent me a contract because that would be a lie. But I could not do it because of my schedule um, at the time. I would probably consider it now. I, I mean, Jana's doing it. She has having a great time. I talked to her today. She, her back, her ribs are so messed up that she's still trying to work through it. But uh, that would be fun. Uh, it says, will you fill into the coast with Kelly Ripa? That's been talked about. I don't know. The problem is, is that show comes on during my show. So it's tough for me to go do other things whenever my show is going on. One, because contractual obligations. I can't go do another show while that show's on. I can't go do another TV show while my radio show's on. And then two, um, I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, I would do that. And I might. Who knows? Uh, who would make your top 10 favorite athletes of all time? From Kate. I mean, top 10's crazy, so I don't. I wouldn't go top 10. But like Mark Grace, Andre Dawson... Ryan Sandberg, Sting the Wrestler, you know, people like that. Uh, let's see here. Rank the cast of Friends by the Funniest. A good one. Um, okay, I would go in order Chandler 1, Monica 2. Boy, Joe is funny, but he's so one-dimensional. So I go Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, Phoebe, and put Joey last. Even though I get the biggest belly laughs out of Joey sometimes, he's very one-dimensional, just a dumb guy. So I'd have to put him at the very end. But they're all funny in their own way. But Chandler to me is the funniest. Why? Who do you put at one? I, I put Chandler too. Yeah. Uh, where do you picture yourself in ten years? I, you know, I have, I have no idea. Hopefully, doing some version of this here. It's just. You know, you don't know where the technology is going to go. I I hope on whatever radio is then. Radio could be like it is right now, where, you know, I'm actually on FaceTime right now live, and I'm talking for recording for a podcast, and you can watch it right now, or you can listen to it. So I don't know. I think it's it's always going to be about content, and who gets content out. Like the days of being radio DJs and talking over music, that stuff's it's almost done. Like there are almost none left. There you can it's people who can provide content that other people can't. And so that's what I always tell people like, what can you do that nobody else can do? Those are the people that are going to cut through in radio and television and make it. It's people that can do something other people can't. There's a reason that Howard Stern makes 100 million dollars a year because he can bring an audience and he can be compelling in a way nobody else can. There's a reason Charlamagne the God is the number one hip hop guy. There's a reason Ryan does what he does in LA. You know, there's a reason that I'm here doing this. And it's not always the right reason. Uh, some people hate my guts. Some people love my guts. But it, you you have to be different. And back in the day, every station had talking DJs over songs and it was a thing. And when I started, that's what I did. I talked over music. It was like, hey, everybody, come on out here, number three. But that's done. Like, there's not a lot of that left. In the next five, seven years, you know, there's not going to be a lot of DJs talking over music anymore. So it's about content. If you could invite five other living people to dinner, who would it be? 
Uh, and this was kind of a talk we had this morning. Um, I would put, um, you know, David Letterman's my hero. You know, I think I mentioned Howard Stern earlier. I think he's funny. I, I mean, he's radio-wise the greatest ever. Uh, I'd, be, I'd probably bring Charlemagne because he's a close friend. He'd be, he'd be mad I wouldn't bring him if I had David Letterman and Howard Stern over. Who else would I bring? John Mayer, maybe. I've hung with John Mayer a bit. He's odd, but it's cool. Um, I don't know. Maybe just to fill it out like Garth or something. If they're alive, that would be cool. Um, man, I don't know. I'm just reading these off a page here. Uh, next week, by the way, Ryan Hurd is going to join us. He is a uh, songwriter. He's got a, I mean, he's got songs out now too, but he's been a like a big songwriter for a while. Um, he wrote the song with Blake Shelton and Ashley Monroe, Lonely Tonight. He wrote Dirks and Marin, I'll Be the Moon. And now he's got the song, eh, 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 Ain't nobody do it like we do us. Anyway, he's going to be on. We'll talk to him next week. Uh, let's see. Taylor says, I'm trying to make it as a country singer. Do you think it'd be a good idea to move to Nashville? You almost have to move to Nashville. You, it's almost a 100% thing. Because everybody's here. It's not a 100% thing because nothing in life is 100%. I mean, Zach Brown, they don't live in Nashville. I don't know if they ever like did. If they did, I wasn't here. Like They live in Atlanta. Or at least Zach does. But yes, the answer is yes. There's, because everything's here. All the people that find you, all the people that promote you, all the people. Even like Justin Moore, who lives in Arkansas now, had to move here for a while. But then he was like, I'm out. Darius lives in South Carolina, but he's Darius. But he was here, and he's out. So yes, especially to make it, you kind of have to be in Nashville. Have you ever met Adam Carolla? That may be somebody I would have at dinner. Like, I'm a huge Adam Carolla fan. Like, he's one of the funniest people mm-hmm. in my mind that exists. Uh, I've heard you mention you're a fan of his. Adam Carolla is so funny. He's on the list. When I think of people that make me laugh out loud, it's Adam Carolla and Chris Rock and Ricky Gervais. Um, those guys are all super funny to me. Adam Carolla is kind of the reason that Mike D, the producer, lost 100 pounds, right? Yeah. I met him back in Austin, like, a few years ago, and we took a picture together. And I mean, it was awesome because it's Adam Carolla. And I, I mean, I've loved him forever since, like, Loveline. And then I looked at the picture. I was like, man, I don't even want to post that thing. So, yeah, made me want to lose weight. And since then, he's lost over 100 pounds. Uh, yeah, Adam Carolla's awesome. Uh, if you had to relate to any Wheeler Walker Jr. song, listen, I don't know. <laughs> Wheeler, he, he's a friend of mine, but I, don't, I can't really retweet anything he says. It's so dirty. <laughs> Like even the name of his tour. You yes, can't I can't even repeat the name of his tour. He's actually a good guy too, and I don't want to ruin, you know. But he's he's really funny. Um, but that's all I'm gonna say about that. I have nothing bad. I, I I enjoy him a lot, but I can't ever really promote it because it's his thing is so dirty that it's ironic. <laughs> but it's really funny. It's weird because I don't curse at all, like none, and that's all you know. That's what he does. But yeah. he does it. For comedic reasons. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's not like someone who's using curse words to add just to, for the sake of being dirty. Like, he uses them very... It's very smart dirty. Yeah. <laughs> if that's the thing, it's very smart dirty. Um, what do you try to focus on when you're anxious at nighttime and you can't sleep? I, I turn the TV on Full House or a TV show that I've seen every episode of, so I don't get... Like, because I'll try to start watching shows. I must leave my TV on at night or I can't sleep at all because I grew up... Never had a bedroom, so I lived in the uh, living room. I slept on the couch my whole life. 
so there was always a TV on. So without a TV on, it feels just crazy. So I put it on shows that I know the episode already, and I can just close my eyes and know where it's going. So it's Full House or Raymond. It's basically Nick at Night or TV Land, and maybe TBS if they're showing an award show on one of those other channels. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, let's see. Just scrolling through. I would like to know how spouses feel about being talked about on the radio, says Talisha. I think it's different with everyone on the show. One of the things that obviously you guys don't know, but I think most of you understand, is that nothing really gets screamed out that's off limits. Some people will get on Facebook and be like, I cannot believe you would talk about Lunchbox would talk about his wife like that and you would jump in the conversation. Like, if Lunchbox wasn't cool with it, it would not come up. Like, it just would not come up. We, I would never find out a secret about Lunchbox's <laughs> wife and bring it up on the air and it turned into like a, a really unhappy room. Because the thing with our show is we're all friends. And if we're not all being friends, it doesn't work. Even when we argue and fight, and sometimes it's real because you fight with your friends, it's never like the mics go off and then it's like, I can't believe you brought that up. We know where the boundaries are. Yeah. Especially like when Amy's husband was serving, there were things we could say and couldn't say. So when people are like, man, I can't believe you would even talk about that. Mm, kind of we all know what, what's out there to talk about. Yeah. And there are things that, it, even with Amy and like her adoption stuff, I'll go to her and say, hey, I know this is happening. Can I talk about this yet or no? And she'll say yes or no, depending on where they're in the legal part of it. Because it's not that we don't want to talk about things. There are just times and places that we can't really talk about things. Because pretty much everything's out there. It's not if it gets out, it's when it gets out and why does it get out at that point. Because with the adoption stuff and with the just all of that, that that's, a, that's a weird thing. But yeah, people will get upset about that. Um, whatever happened to Amy and the Nut, the interview? That was Mark Chestnut. He got sick. Amy was going to go interview Mark Chestnut and he got sick. So um, that didn't happen and then I have no idea what, what happened. Uh, why isn't there a picture of Lunchbox in your book? There was, actually, um, a few. I sent like 100 pictures, and they picked like 13 of them, or however many are in there. Um, the thing about a book is, when you write it, it you, I wrote that thing. I didn't even write it in that order that it came out. Like, I wrote the chapters, but I didn't write in that order. I didn't put the pictures and arrange them in that order. You have something called a, an editor who goes through and goes, this should be here, here, here. And then you kind of go back and go, okay, I get it. And they have control. They, they really do have control. And they'll listen to you most of the time. Um, but yeah, there was, um, there was no keeping him out of the book. The only people that I didn't put in the book, because I wrote about Lunchbox a lot and said a lot of stuff about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kept people out of the book that either didn't make the move or that were, are, like, not I didn't make the book. And people were like, I can't believe you would keep, like, Carlos out. And I've talked about this on the podcast before. He didn't make the move, and that was a lot of the story. It wasn't like, most of the story wasn't how the show started when I was 21 or 22. A little bit, but not really. And then he came in late, too. It wasn't even like he was in the beginning part of it. But not as a part of the show now, and a huge part. And she wasn't in the book. And nobody's like, where's Nada? <laughs> um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm positive there were, there were full show pictures that didn't make it. Um, so there was nothing, nothing there to that. Uh, how many dates have you had this year? I don't know. I set a goal at like 10, eh, maybe at 3 or something. I'm not even sure. Um, 
I'm reading Facebook right now. Uh, why do you spray tan, man? That's from Chad. And I can tell you why. Because I do so much on camera that if I don't, I look really washed out. Because in our studio, and you don't see it because there's always a camera in front of it, we have a huge light. And the lighting has to be right because we send these videos off. And we have a new YouTube channel that we're putting a lot of content on. And high quality stuff too. And when the light's on you, you look completely pale and washed out. And then if I have to do television, it's under heavy lights. And so I'm already white anyway. So I spray tan so I at least look like a normal human. I don't go outside. If I didn't have to spray tan, I wouldn't. That ain't cheap. Um, but listen, I'm not lucky like Mike D. You have a perfect brown skin already. Yeah. You were blown away by the fact that I, the spray tanning even existed. <laughs> but you get it. Like If you see a video of me, like there's one up that we put up today of my fave five of like fave five artists that you probably don't know yet. And I've been sick for the past week. I've had a terrible cough. And I didn't spray tan because I was doing no television. I couldn't talk. I look really pale. Ghost-like, even. I just look back at that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, ooh, wow. But that's why. It's not that I like the smell of it. I don't like the sheets getting brown. It is my favorite part of it, the smell. It See, I don't, like, <laughs> I don't like any of that. Um, Donna says, I thought you were on throat rest. I have been for the last couple of days. This is the, I did the show. Um, and then I, you know, I'm doing this. But... Now it's just a cough thing more than anything. It's like a dirty, dirty cough. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, let's see. Will Ray ever propose to Bay? I, yeah, right? I think so, dude. I think so, too. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Was that guy? Of everyone on the show, Ray's probably the strangest. And I say that in an endearing way because he's really a great guy. But, I mean, he is just an odd dude. Yeah. Like, I'm really weird, but I'm weird, and I go away and do stuff by myself. Like, I hide out, and he's just crazy. He's crazy. He's nuts. Um, yes, but I think she kind of makes him a little more normal. Yeah, definitely. So I think they do. But, again, who knows? Um, any future TV appearances? Yeah, a lot. Something I, I can't really mention yet, but something quite substantial. But that's it for now. Mm. Uh, where did you learn your marketing strategies from Sarah? The uh, trial and error, you know, mess up a lot. And then if things work, keep doing them. If not, stop doing them. Um, Trisha says, I'm glad your success hasn't changed y'all much. We don't even have good equipment. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they, they, Keep it as real as possible for us. Like, if you look at our, our equipment, our boy, I mean, it's like 1980 style. It, we're not rolling, you know, luxury. Um, you know, I just don't think people really change regardless. Like, you change a little bit. It's cool. I mean, I have artists that text me that I think are cool. Sometimes. Like, Keith Urban texted me today a picture of him at Cracker Barrel, which was funny. And he was had a glass of water with two lemons on the side of it. And his thing was, look, they don't put the lemons in the water. This is what I like, which is what I like, too. I don't like it when they put the lemons. But, like, that's cool. That would never happen three years ago. Maybe three. But but before this shop, that was never happening. So little things like that have changed a bit. But it's been, um, yeah, it's been cool. Appreciate that. Uh, Let's see. Sorry. Uh, Scrolling through here. How long we into this? Almost 30 minutes. Dang. That's a long time. Um, okay. For example, how does radio work? For example, a local station says call every hour when Luke Bryan tickets. I've been listening all day at work and calling every time. I'm certain they replayed the Winter Clips over and over. 
Are they truly giving away tickets? Um, if they say they are, they are. Like, I don't know what every station does. But yeah, legally, if you say you are, you have to. So we do in Nashville and Austin, the stations that I know, mm-hmm. but I, don't, I, I can't monitor all 100 stations we're on, so I really have no idea. But the answer is yes. If you say it, you have to do it. It used to be my job, giving away tickets. Yeah. yeah, and if they said it every hour, would you do it every hour? Every hour. Yeah. Would you run any uh, things back and trick people? I wouldn't, no. Mm. Um, let's see. Which artists are the hardest to get on your show and which will not come on? Um, is there anybody that won't come on? Hmm. I don't know anybody that won't come on. There, there are people I don't ask because it's like, ah, they don't really mm-hmm. fit with the group. But I don't know about not coming on. Um, yeah, I don't... I can't give anybody. I can't either. I don't really have anybody that I'm just like, hate. Uh, why are you bad-mouthing 60 and 70-year-olds that are ready for the grave? I just joke. I just got jokes. Sometimes they're not funny. Um... Today, Eddie put a game up. It said, Taylor Swift goes through boyfriends like Bobby goes through blank. And, and it was really a, a joke about me more than it was Taylor. Yeah. But man, her fans get crazy. <laughs> she has the best and the meanest fans at the same time. And I think Taylor's great. I say all the time, I think she's a great role model. But man, people were coming after me. I was like, that wasn't my game. <laughs> and I thought it was funny because, listen, when you're a celebrity and you date a bunch of people publicly, that's the celebrity life you get talked about. Um, but man... They came after me hard, and I was like, hey, I got nothing. <laughs> Sometimes I'll, I'll fight back at people, and I was like, I got nothing on this one, man. Those fan armies, though, you can't, you can't fight back. They come back hard. <laughs> you know what? You know, my fan army, they all fight me. Yeah. That's the weird thing about <laughs> any sort of fan army that I have. They always get on Facebook and trash me. I have the reverse fan army, yeah. which is crazy. Um, it's like, hey, love the show. Hey, this segment sucked. Um, but that's okay. Ever. What are you going to do? Um, those are a lot of questions from Facebook. I tried to roll through as many of them as possible. Um, I don't want to talk for too long. And this isn't you know, probably the most compelling podcast ever anyway. But I just wanted to hop on and say hi. Um, I'm looking at Facebook Live now. Why do you like red? I'd, I, listen, I, I get obsessive impulsive about things. And um, I, I love red. Red everything. And I grew up... Arkansas's red, Mountain Pines red, my favorite color's red, my guitar's red, my shoes are red, my socks are red. I just love red. So um, it's a it's a red thing. If Bobby reads this, say banana right now from Jackson. That's banana. Um, all right. Appreciate you guys. Uh, talk for too long? Uh, Megan. Here's the thing, Megan. You can turn it off. Like, this is a podcast. <laughs> you don't, Megan, V-I-L-E-T. You can just go boop and turn it right off. Like, boop, God. that's it. Um, since Megan told me to stop talking, I'll stop talking. Um, but that, that's it. Let me see if I have any other ones here. When do you sleep? Not often. That's from Trisha. Someone said, when will you take your first drink of alcohol? Nah, probably tonight. <laughs> after Megan Valet went after me. The weirdest thing was, I think it was on Snapchat when I saw you were at a restaurant or something mm-hmm. and you like put a beer to your lips yeah oh, that's the weirdest thing i've ever seen i grabbed it we were in um maryland we were in baltimore going to the fair and uh eddie and trainer mod were drinking beer and i was like give me that beer <laughs> and it was just so weird yeah 
like beer just smells bad it looks bad it sounds bad um anyway uh thank you guys for being a part of this just wanted to pop on and say hello everyone won't be guest related i just wanted to answer some questions that you guys were asking you know if you go to sounds like nashville they did an article on nikita carmen do you see that yeah cool huh yeah nikita is um she's with the raging idiots right now she's gonna be a big star herself but I found her online in Australia and was like, you got to move over to the States. Like, you're that good. And so she's playing with us. She opens for us. I'll do a stand-up comedy tour next year, and she will open that most likely. Or she'll be out on her own. And then she, she's got like a record deal. But they did a whole article on her moving from Australia. How creepy was it that when I think back, it's like I met her and I was like, dang, you're really good. You should move over here. And then I was like, just move in with me. <laughs> And here she is, and she's like, okay. <laughs> and she just moved. Like, I could be the biggest creep ever. Luckily, I'm not. Yeah. But I was like, I got, I don't know if they can hear the dog breathing, but if you do hear breathing, it's the dog. <laughs> but yeah, she moved in for like three months and got her to be, she doesn't live here now. But um, she, uh, yeah, it sounds like Nashville did a big article on her coming from Australia. Like, she's really good. So. Uh, let's see, Bobby. Why did you quit your shower bit from Brian? Oh, we didn't quit. We're, we have more. Uh, my house. Remember, my bathroom, my bedroom has been flooded. Today, as a matter of fact, I, there's no furniture in my bedroom because they had to go back and redo the floors again today. Yeah. So I haven't been able to really get in there, and you have to put cameras and stuff for the shower bit. So we've been doing silly costumes that bit, but uh, that shower bit's been tough because I can't really get to the shower. And if I can, there's not a lot of room because everything else is kind of crammed in there. We will. I'm going to move anyway, and I'll have more room to shoot that stuff. Um, Michael Odom says, do you ever get tired of being on the air? No, I don't think so. I think it gets hard sometimes when I'm sick and I have to keep talking. But, no, I love my job. My job is awesome. Um, all right. I think that's probably going to be it. Um, I think we'll call it, call it a wrap here. I don't feel like there's... Anything too too uh, too amazing, but give you something to listen to if you get bored over the weekend. And you can always hit me up on Twitter and Instagram. I appreciate you guys. We did a favorite five artists that if you don't know, now you know. Um, on those, I can play you some of that. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that like I like. But a couple... I know Caitlin's been on the podcast. Caitlin Smith was one of the five. And so she has, for example, like... She's opening for us in Oklahoma City at the Diamond Ballroom, the Raging Idiots. First time for us. I can't wait because she's so good. If you're near Oklahoma City and you can come to that show, come. Because Caitlin Smith will be opening up. Another one is Brandon Ray. Like, you might not know who he is yet. And this guy can sing his brains out. And he can play guitar. This is called American Way from Brandon Ray. Kind of sounds like a little Jack and Diane-ish. But man, I've watched him play. He's like fantastic singer. And he's written with a lot of cool rock guys, too. And country guys. But he's kind of like that rock country hybrid. 
she's finally single. So I'm setting up shop with a couple early beers. Gonna give her my best shot whenever she gets here. Can we work all week in a smokestack town till the freaking weekend comes rolling around? Can we party all night? Can we sleep all day? Another one of the guys on the list, his name is Ryan Beaver. And so, man, he's got a lot of songs. Like, this is When the World Ends with Marin Morris. Like, but I should just play a song of his because I don't want Marin to, like, take away from him. But his name's Ryan Beaver. Churches and the bars are all full tonight. Yeah, the poets and the preachers say the ends inside. So, he's good. Uh, Ryan Beaver. People on Facebook Live can't hear because we're going through a, like a board. But yeah. It's Ryan Beaver right here. Here we are, just you and me, and I like the way you ain't afraid of whiskey. Also, Walker Hayes, and this Walker Hayes stuff is so good. Like, it's like, I always say next level songwriting. You may not even like how. Like, if it's like, ah, it's too, like, beatboxy for me. But just a word. Like, he is it's such a good writer. Like, Walker Hayes. I mean, sorry, my computer is messed up. Uh, let's see. I can't believe you have ads still, Mike, on this. Oh. You gotta pay for, like, the premium. Like, Walker Hayes has, like, this is called Leela Stars. Walker Hayes, here you go. Sounds like true story too. How I used to go to work every morning and like want to write songs. On my up ceiling, had a bum thumb tax from my nine and a half year old daughter Leela just to keep it from coming down. Can't like my tears when I count. Leela's stars. The sky ain't falling. It's just the roof of my car. Leela's stars. Other five. You're forgetting um, Cody Johnson, man. Oh yeah, Cody Johnson, man. And we were playing him on the air. Cody Johnson. A lot of Texas country fans don't know who Cody Johnson is. But um, if you're not, you know, a Texas country guy, maybe you haven't heard of Cody Johnson. Really good. Like, he's got a, his album, I think, Gotta Be Me. And I think it's what it's called. If I'm going by my heart. But he's really good. Uh, Cody Johnson here. Is that what it's called? Is that what it's called? Yep. Never been a cool hand loop. Quarterback of the winning team. Oh, the guy with the right kind of punchlines Everybody wants to be I never was that a lucky old cuss With a straight flush in his hand Oh, but with you, I am I ain't no Patrick So those are the five that I put on the list But there's, I mean, there's so much good music out there now And everything's different And nothing's more than anything Just like what you like and don't hate people that don't like what you like. Here's a playlist. Rock classics. Here we go. Uh, 
Name that tune. ACDC Back in Black. There you go. Yeah. Okay. In high school, we had a we we would have arguments every week on what we come out to. We'd either come out to ACDC Hell's Bells because we're the Mountain Pine Red Devils, yeah. and we were a black and white school, meaning we weren't. I mean, we weren't white people, so it'd be like you want to come out hip hop or like hardcore rock, and you know, they'd fight, we'd fight every week, and I didn't <laughs> care because for me it didn't matter. But it would be like ACDC Hell's Bells, or it would be Tupac, like hit him up. <laughs> and so we would just have to go back and forth. That's a hardcore song to come out to for high school. <laughs> Both, dude. It hit him up. <laughs> no, even Hell's Bells. Think yeah. about that. You're in 11th grade, and I mean, they were the edited version. But I mean, even the edited version of, of, of two, hit him up. Tupac hit him up. That's like. <laughs> dude, where I come from, like, it didn't. That, that was not, that's just a song. We would come out, I mean. I mean, it's like, it's dirty. This, this is not the, uh... Fat motherfucker. Yeah, uh. Yeah. Can't do a lot of this here, but... Yeah, there you go. Hey, Tupac, I but that would be it. We'd edited version, obviously. Yeah. But Tupac's greatest hits, man. Like, Tupac... Like, people always ask me who's better, Tupac or Biggie, and they're really, there's not a right answer in Tupac. I do have an answer that I think, mm-hmm. but the Tupac and Biggie debate is always interesting for me. Culturally, Tupac was far and ahead bigger than Biggie. Now, yeah. Tupac was West Coast, Biggie was East Coast, you know, Biggie was the whole puff, mace, but hip-hop-wise... Biggie could put a record out today. It's not contemporary. He was ahead of it. Like Biggie was ahead of it of of, of just rhyming. Mm-hmm. So Tupac is way bigger. But who is the better rapper, rhymer? Is it's Biggie for sure. Like not, the fact that people argue that it's just like if they existed today, which one would sound like fine out there? And the answer is Biggie. Like that would come out, people would be like, man, that's fresh. Like, look, look turn that, that's new. Turn it new up. <laughs> like, people don't rhyme as good as this now. That rhyming now that really annoys me, because I like hip hop too. It's when they, you know, it's rhyming, and you do rhyme, and you don't even know the other way. It's like, you're trying to get on my game, I just hear the same, and you're going to lame, I got the same. And it's like, I don't even know what you're saying. Like, it, some of the stuff sounds like it rhymes, but I don't even know what you're saying, really. Um, so whatever. That's me being old, probably. I mean, really. That ain't real hip hop. <laughs> that ain't hip hop. Hip hop. Yes. Man. Man. Yeah. I guess I can hear it through my headphones. Tomorrow on the show, uh, Dirks will be in. It's not like the tease. You guys will hear this after the show. I forget we're not live on the radio. I feel like I'm live on the radio right now. So yeah, there's that. Our iHeartRadio Festival is fun. That'll be next weekend. That'll be a uh, packed... I, mean, it's a, I love it because it's such a huge event, but I don't really get to watch the shows because I work the whole time. Mm-hmm. The weird thing for me is, too, during the festival, and it's like the biggest festival. So just pulling up from my head, it's Drake and it's Britney and it's Sam Hunt and it's Sting and U2. It's like everybody big from all these different formats. But 
because I've worked all formats and I'm just, I just love music. I love all kinds of music. I've studied all kinds of music. I, I'm a nerd for music. Um, I'm a, like a, a utility player, meaning if there's not someone to interview, yeah. X person and the hip hop show's gone, they'll pull me up to interview Lil John, <laughs> or they'll have me interview the country act, or they'll have me interview the, somebody from I did Justin Timberlake. Yeah. So I always am back there. I don't get to watch anything. I went last year and watched Coldplay. The only one I wanted to see. I went and watched like three songs of Coldplay, um, and it was awesome. And they dropped confetti from the. It was really great. Um, but yeah, so it's a big deal. And it's fun. It's fun to get to see all, all like your radio friends again. Cause like a reunion. It is. And some of them are still around. Um, but yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, that'll be next weekend. But that's it. It's such a big show there. Uh, somebody's talking about my teeth. Yeah, I paid for my teeth. Like some of them. Because they're really crooked and busted up. So these are fake. Like four here are fake. These three are fake. And this one's fixed. So yeah, uh, thank you though for, for complimenting my fake teeth. You don't got to be a hater. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, my having my teeth fixed was weird because what they do I have veneers and my teeth were always really messed up I could never afford braces as a kid and so I would always be jealous of kids who had braces and had good teeth and so I would just be embarrassed and I would keep my come on lips over my teeth and so once I started making a little bit of money to afford first of all to go to the dentist I was getting my teeth fixed like crazy and I was so far behind in dental work but I had insurance and insurance paid like 80% I had to cover the other 20% so I had the money to pay the other 20% Plus the insurance. So I was getting cavities fixed and all my teeth fixed, but I still had these crooked teeth up front. And on the bottom, they were very crooked too. And so I was like, well, I want to see what these veneers are about because I was doing a big TV project with ABC at the time. And they hadn't said anything about my teeth, but I was really self-conscious about them. And so I went and I looked. And what they did was, and it's crazy what they do, and they had a really great doctor, but they take your real teeth and they cut them in half, the top like I started this out, they cut them right in half, right across the middle, and then they cut the, on both sides of them, and so it's basically just a little nub in each spot, and they cover it up with a veneer. So if you pull off the veneer, it's just a little big nub of a tooth in there, and so I had to wear like plastic teeth forever. All I could eat was my very back teeth for five, four or five months yeah. because my all my teeth up front were messed. I couldn't use them to eat because they weren't even the veneers; they were just the plastic ones. Were, as my real teeth were healing. Now I'm glad they're done. But um, uh, too much tanning, Bobby. This is like fresh spray tan, no shower. <laughs> but on camera, it's much better. So I uh, appreciate that, Stephanie Carnana. Um, anyway, how long? Where are we at, Mike? 50 minutes. Dang. How in the world do I talk for so much about <laughs> nothing? Like, I had nothing to say. <laughs> Mike and I were like, we'll go and talk for a bit. And then, uh, you know, we'll just call tonight. Um, a second book. Uh, yeah, but more to be talked about next, soon. Just not right this second. Um, yeah, I, I really can't say, I'll say much more than that. There's just so much that until it's actually signed or they say you can say it, you'll get in trouble for saying it. Um, all right, thank you all. I'm going to go. I hope you learned something from this. I have no idea what we talked about. That's the beauty of it. You could have turned it off a long time ago. Uh, appreciate you being here. Go back and listen to the other Bobby cast. We've had some really great guests. We'll have some more great guests in the next couple podcasts that we do. We'll have some great guests in the studio, including Ryan Hurd, uh, some songwriter friends, some performers. I don't want to ruin what happened, um, what's happening coming up, but that's it. Uh, so that'll be it. 
Any mic you want to ask before we go? Anything you want to add? I think we're good. All right. Uh, is, would this be the worst podcast we've ever done? No. You don't think so? No. That, well, we've done some good ones. Oh, yeah. I think it's like, I just think this is the worst one we've ever done. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I got to figure out how to turn one of these musics off and one of them on. Kill that one. There you go. Oh. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening to the Bobbycast. Appreciate you watching on Facebook Live. I'm going to turn you guys off on Facebook Live right now. Let's see how many people were, were watching this. Ending live video. On Facebook Live, there were... Da, 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 uh, 21,000 people that watched that nice. as we did it. And it will only grow. And they'll be like, why did I watch this? <laughs> Thank you for your questions. Uh, Pimp and Joy stuff. We have replenished our supply. We were out of pink for a long time. Now we have pink and black and pink and white. Go to bobbybones.com to do that. And the Raging Idiots are on the road all throughout the rest of the year. We'd love to see you guys come out and watch us. Where you can see our tour dates at ragingidiots.com. I'll be doing a stand-up comedy tour next year. More details about that coming up. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And if it's not daytime and it's nighttime, hope your night's great too. I'm Bobby and that's it. Until next time. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, yeah, Mike Distro. Follow him on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry, i got to give him a shout. Plug there. Uh, at Mike Distro. M-I-K-E-D-E-E-S-T-R-O. At Mike Distro. Do you find people follow you from this? Yeah, they do. Really? Yeah. yeah. What up? At Mike Distro. Thank you. Good night, everybody. And good day. Bye. Oh, man, you know what was good, though? Like, people don't even know how fast Busta used to rhyme. Like, <laughs> I got a playlist up here. Like, Busta rhymes so fast. Check it out. Like, I think Eminem is probably is the greatest rapper of all time. I think, and a lot of people would, I think Eminem now is the greatest rapper of all time. You put Eminem on a track, like Lil Wayne even did it. He put Eminem on a track, like, two years ago, and he shouldn't have, because Eminem, well, it was Eminem's track, even though, it was, even though it was a Wayne track. And so, people forget that Busta came out, and Busta was, like, a different level, because he was just flush. Like, so quick. Even, like, yeah. this is Break Your Neck. Bust around. Let's go. Break your fucking neck. Whoa, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I forget this stuff's not edited. It yeah. feels so weird if I do that word. Where we going now? Where we going now? Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. We need to put, like, a explicit on it. It's a bad word. Just give it away now. All right, here we go. Yeah. Here we go now. Tell me what you really want to do. Come here, man. Talk to a nigga. Talk to me. You look like you can really give it to a nigga. But know what you're talking about. You try to walk for me. The way you really try to put it on a dog. Doing it like I never did before. For me, the way you break your back and I break your neck, and the way you try to put it on the floor for me. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, yeah, tell me what my niggas is that. Okay. Let me bless y'all niggas one time when I lock it down and I hit you with that. Uh-huh. That bomb shit, y'all niggas don't all day we be making a drop. Y'all niggas don't every time we come through this motherfucker, we be always taking a rock. So let me do this. Like, people can't do that. <laughs> like, people can't rhyme like Bossa. Like, a few can, but not really. I mean, the words for me on that. It's crazy. And to write like that, too, you gotta write like double time. Man, the jam, Buster's jam, though. Oh my goodness! I know what you want. When this song came out, this was a jam. I used to play this on the radio. Baby, when you give it to me, I give it to you. You know what I want? I give it to you. Oh man, I think Mariah's on this track too. I promise I ain't gonna hold out, nigga. I'm gonna give it all to you, baby. I'm gonna come on and just do music sometimes. Baby, when you give it to me, I'll give it to you. I know what you want. You know I want it, baby. If you give I guess Mariah's not on it first. I'll give it to you. Let's see. As long as you want, you know I got it. Yeah, she is. I mean, the the real Busta track from back in the day, the one that busted him out, was this one here. I mean, this is. 
old school, like real deal busting. When I first heard him as a like young kid, I was like, whoa, if you really want to party with me. And I was like, dang, it was so fast. Like to me, this is the original Busta track. Put your hands where my eyes can see. With no delays of what you saying, yo. Silly with my nine milli with the dilly, yo. When I be on the mic, yes, I do my duty, yo. While up in the club, like we while in the studio. You don't wanna violate, nigga, really and truly, yo. My main thug, nigga, named Julio. He moody, yo. Type of nigga that'll slap you with the Tulio. Bitch, nigga, scared to death, act studio. Fuck that, look at shorty, she a little. Like, that's for real. Shake it, make me wanna get all in the. That was for real, and I was like, dang, that's good. I got a, the list of all the big country songs right now. I'm seeing if I like any of them up here. Like I like Tucker Bether, Rock On. It's probably gonna be number one. I remember Tucker Bether just hearing this song on YouTube and bringing him up to the studio. Now it's gonna be a number one song. Crazy, crazy to see. Awesome for him. I guess I thought we were ending this thing like 10 minutes ago, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Dude, why don't you have premium? You gotta pay for this. Sucks. Commercial? <laughs> Alright, have a great day, guys. See you guys uh, next time. Bye. Oh, here's that Ryan Hurd song I was talking about. Uh, he'll be on next uh, next week at some point. Late to the party, cause girl, we're the party. You're the tequila, I'm the salt and the lime, but it doesn't matter. He should be in next week. Bye, guys. Have a good one. Uh, Peace out. Dusty says bye, too. All right, we're, we're done now.